0: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. Do you think bananas are healthy? Think again. I'm Dr. Stephen Gundry, best-selling author of the Plant Paradox series. And on the Dr. Gundry Podcast, you're going to learn the foods to eat and the ones to avoid, to lose weight, boost your energy, and feel your most vibrant active self this year. You'll also learn simple tips from the world's top experts on health and nutrition. Plus, you'll discover the truth about calories, how running could actually be hurting your health, and why fat won't make you fat. Subscribe now to the Dr. Gundry Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts, because I'm Dr. Gundry, and I'm always looking out for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Doctor Who Podcast. We thank you all for being here. Do support the people that support us. We appreciate that very much. Uh, check out Doctor TV, the streaming show. We, we think the Corolla uh, sort of uh, – the Corolla Empire would like that show as well as also After Dark. If you check that out, I think you'll realize it's sort of a new incarnation of Loveline. But we're glad you're here today. Today, I have none other than Dolvet Quince, who kindly came into the studio today. You can follow him at Dolvet at D-O-L-V-E-T-T, facebook.com slash Dolvet. Of course, you know him from The Biggest Loser. Also, he is noted for having trained Dr. Dre in the recent Super Bowl performance where Dre looked like he was about 14 years old jumping around there. And uh, he he uh, has several books, Diet, Eat, and Cheat Your Way to Weight Loss. Uh, also, let's see. Is that the latest one? Yeah, that's the last All one. right. Let's get that book. Yeah. Uh, Dwight, thank you for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Doc. It's good to see you. It is good to see you as well. I feel like were we on Rachel Ray together or something. I can't I, remember what we did together. I, I know we did something that. in New York, right? Yeah, yeah. But I
1: also did another show you had. I don't know, like two or three shows. You did
0: a Life ago. Changers, I think, yep. back in the day yep. Yep. when we were yep. both like eleven years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: just saying. I remember uh, those days. Yes. Yeah. So, can, can you believe my son just turned twenty-five?
0: Mine turned 29. Show off. Y- yeah. Except, <laughs> except the interesting thing is you look 25,
1: <laughs> I look 63.
0: That's the interesting phenomenon here. So uh, have at it, my friend. <laughs> who cares what your son's age is? if You keep looking like you're the same age as him. Uh, so the new podcast is Without the Doubt. With Workout. The, work Out. Doubt. Work, Ooh, out my doubt. work Out the Doubt. Oh, my goodness. Work Out the Doubt. Available everywhere you get podcasts. Uh, it is an interview show much like this,
1: right? Yeah. And who are you interviewing? Oh, doctors, thought mm. leaders, uh, neuroscientists.
0: So do you go at stuff, do they pitch you stuff or do you go at stuff that just interests you and you say, hey, I'm interested in this, see what you can find? A combination or of Or do both. you find them yourself, the I, people?
1: A combination of all those yeah. three choices. You know, I, I do have relationships and friends mm. who I reach out and say, hey, I just want to have a discussion with you. Mm. Uh, but then there's others who might be promoting a book that I'm aligned with and I'd love to discuss. Or right. right now, I'm on a quest to find people I don't agree with.
0: Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's sort of always my sense, too, is I, I, I look for people that are being silenced. Right. If somebody's silencing them, I go, like, okay, well, I want to see what's there. I just want right. to, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to agree or disagree. Right. I just want to hear it. Yeah. There's so much people like so much um, weird silencing, and it's in science, too, right? At, I, I don't know if it's a lot in medicine. I don't know if it's the same thing it, in, in wellness, it, probably it is. is yeah. It is.
1: I think they overlap in many yeah. ways. Yeah. Do you have any pause to do that? Like, is there a side of your brain that says, "Is this going to affect me in any way publicly if I interview this person?"
0: Particularly some of them. I I just because I like I interviewed Peter McCullough and Mm. Pierre Corey and all these guys that were getting shit on through (laughs) Rogan, yeah, right. But I interviewed them long ago because I I could see what they were saying and I was like, "That's interesting. I don't really agree with it, but I want to want to dig a little more." And Pierre Corey and I, shit. My mic's fucked up here. It was one of the original Corolla's going to go apeshit when this thing falls apart when he gets in here. Um, uh, He was one of the first guys to sort of talk about um, sort of the excesses that was going on Mm -hmm. in terms of the mandates and things like that. And he had all kinds of ideas about early treatment and stuff that I really didn't agree with, but I thought, no, it's worth listening to. It was sort of weird the way people weren't able to talk about it. But he and I ended up talking about the failure of academic medicine How Hmm. academic medicine had been so duplicitous in silencing any uh, discourse which mm-hmm. is part of what's exactly what you're advocating for in your podcast which 100%. is I just want to th- talk about it, think about it, challenge each other. You challenge me. Right. That's why you're going into people you disagree with. You want to expand your, 100%. your point of view. And if you if you exclude people you disagree with, you're gonna be just fucking thinking the same thing forever. And that's never good.
1: It's never a good dinner party when everyone's like <laughs> kissing ass. You know what I mean? Well
0: I don't know. It could be good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Kind of good. <laughs> yeah I know I know what you mean. It's you know totally I mean? not it's not dynamic. that's for sure so well give me give me something that has surprised you lately like what what, whom have you interviewed what what has fascinated you it doesn't have to be a dramatic thing just what sort of caught your attention because I'm interested in stuff that you know you're an expert in your area and so if somebody catches your attention I think that's important even if it's in the wrong way or for the wrong reason the fact that your brain went hey there's something significant there we should listen to that it's hard. I know. I should have. No, be, no, no, it, no, you no, know, no. And I, let, me, let me just frame this by saying when you do a whole bunch of podcasts, it's like, it's like, it's like saying, you know, uh, what route did you know, uh, what cars do you pass on the way to the thing this morning? It's like, yeah, I come here all the time. I, I, don't, I don't, a bunch of cars. I don't remember. 100%. Yeah, so if you'd done one podcast, you'd be, or 10 even, you'd be able to tell me, okay, here's what we talked about. But when you start doing lots and lots, it gets difficult to remember stuff. I know.
1: I think for me, Doc, to Answer, the question, I think of the human that is willing to show up. Okay. Oftentimes people come, I, I met two women who uh, started a, uh, a daycare, not even a daycare, it's more like a babysitting company, right? And yeah. it was like, but it was specialized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These two women said, wait a second, that family may need a a nanny or an au pair who is bilingual who has outdoor experiences, who can travel at a dime. We need to create a business, mm. but then they started talking on a personal level mm. about what led them to that career. I met I met an actor who comes to mind who was more than an actor. He was a musician, he was a poet, he was a new father. So for me, the thing that stands out is the willingness for people to expose other than, hi, I have so-and-so actor I'm interviewing right now. Tell yeah, me yeah. about your acting career. And no, you, no. What about NBC? Yeah, so
0: You can see that on Late Night. You
1: know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I love the that I've had the privilege mm. to talk to people who are willing to open up and willing to show this is the me I don't get to talk about versus this is the me that everyone thinks they know about.
0: So I'm going to say something that I bet – I'm going to bet no one's brought this up to you. Okay, which is that trainers to do a good job, and I don't know if you're doing one-on-one stuff right now, or, but I'm sure you have a long history of doing one-on-one country. Kind
1: of yeah, we'll talk about that so, in a second. <laughs> so, so
0: to do one-on-one training well, which I'm certain you did, you have to attune to the person, much the way a therapist does. You have to like be completely right mm-hmm. attuned to that person's body, right, mm-hmm. as they're working. I've, I've I've always I've learned a lot from being the object of psychotherapy, yep. and a trainer. And, and I and I was aware he was doing that. I went, oh, dude, he is completely attuned to me. <laughs> and when you're attuned to somebody, people kind of open up yeah. and you hear a lot of stuff that um, that's important. And once you've been around talking to people about what's important, it's hard to talk about what's trivial, right? It really is. Right? It really is. And so you're used to that. And so when somebody sits down, you want to talk about what the fuck is going on with you. Right. And, and most people
1: are afraid of that. I, I always know this. There's more weight in the mind than there is in the body. Mm. That sounds cliche. But I say that because that's been my 20-year-plus experience, meaning that I'm talking to people that have problems here that and the, and the, the what you see is a byproduct mm-hmm. of what they haven't dealt with. So my approach has always been, let me strengthen you here in your head first, mm-hmm. your head, your heart, then your body will follow, mm. right? You think, oh, you think those lunges are just lunges. They're packed in love. You think, oh, those, you know what I mean? Like you think those squats are just squats. Dude, no. I have
0: broken into tears in a, in a workout session the It happens for the often than people I, cause, think. Because he 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 was taking me further than I wanted to go and it just, it just it, it, I burst out in the middle of it. Isn't it, it crazy It though? was weird. It, I'll tell you exactly. I know the exercise because I went back to it this morning. Training, mm. Which was a sort of a pulley, um, sort of a chest. Uh, what would you call this, a crunch? Butterfly press, a butterfly crunch. Yes. It, sort of, yeah. It was really. A, it was not a press. so right. much it, as was a, as a, it was here. It was a like fly. A, yeah. 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 Butterfly. And yeah. And, um, and he'd make me do like eighteen reps, which I'm not used to at all. And mm-hmm. when I'd go past twelve, I'd, I'd start feeling emotional. Right. And he'd be there with me. You know. Right. And right. So that's, that's kind of people cool, don't though. think about that with training. Yeah. That, yeah. That's training done well.
1: I think you challenge one area, the other area is going to respond as well. Well,
0: you mentioned head and heart, right? Mm -hmm. And people don't talk about that enough. In fact, I'd not expect to get into this territory. Let's go. But my friends in the African-American community talk Mm. about heart more than any other group I know. Why is that, you think? I don't know. Because they have great heart. (laughs) That's why. Because because the heart is is rich and big Mm -hmm. and full and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of it. Mm -hmm. and And... I, you know, I, I'm aware of it because mm-hmm. I'm sort of attuned to that stuff, too. Mm. It's the one community that really talks about that. I know why. I was lot. just digging into you. You tell me. Now you tell I, me. I will. Why.
1: I will. Yeah. Um, I've just noted it's there. I feel it. I see it. it, it it's it's there for many reasons. And, a, and let me say, and I'm go. such a fucking
0: cracker. Is it <laughs> right, right to say African-American? Say black? Yeah, what do, you do I say? say black, African-American. Okay, you to me. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's individuals But tell me. Like I'm
1: very interested. Um. It has a lot to do with the fact that as a culture, we, um, and I'm talking generations, mm-hmm. we had nothing but heart to lean on, mm-hmm. lean on where the Negro spirituals were born, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know, you guys on a plantation and now we're communicating through songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but songs always make me feel better, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, depending on the depending on the mood you're in and the song you're listening to, the song, right?
0: The black community has songs that lift,
1: hundred yeah, percent. don't I, the white community though the same? It's more maudlin, more sad, <laughs> more sad. <laughs> sad <laughs> you, you too makes me yeah. sad. Elton well, no, John makes of, me sad. But no, but think of all the
0: ballads and stuff, and the sure, just, sure <laughs> love so, songs. Ah, she left me.
1: Yeah, so I think it stems from there. I think it stems from what, in, rich in, heritage and how you know we have to uplift ourselves despite breaking down or yeah. being broken down and uh despite the myth of black families being low in percentage are actually very high if you check statistically percentage, father, of-, percentage of father mother you know whole, wholesome households mm. um They're there. Not only are they there, they're growing. I was going to say, is that a positive slogan? 100%. 100%. Big deal.
0: 100%. So tell me why I feel like, or I, you know, I, so I, and when I get into these heart conversations, I just let my sort of brain go. Go. I love it. See where it goes. Yeah. And, and when I think about this, I always think about, I'm going to put it in the black grandma. Okay. Why is that the heart? Of the heart, <laughs> is that my right? A eh? and is that well? It's what it feels like. To
1: first of it. all, yes, you're right. If you're asking from a matriarch perspective, well,
0: I'm just I'm just a feeling perspective. Like it feels like it's it's anchored there.
1: One hundred percent. I mean, here's someone historically who can temper all the emotions in the same home, right?
0: Well, that's all, you I mean, packed, her that's grandchildren a, come to her.
1: That's a lot. Yeah,
0: I mean, you packed a lot into that statement. So, so they're the. The keepers. So it's what it feels like to me, the keepers. Yeah, she's the the nucleus. Keeper of the heart.
1: hundred percent. She's the nucleus. She's the heartbeat in the home. You know what I mean? If you think historically, you know, everyone gets together, Sunday dinner. Grandma's been cooking for 40-some years. Everyone's, oh, I can't wait to have grandma's macaroni and cheese. And there's something so warm about that with your cousin and your uncle and your mom and your brother all sitting around the table. Yeah. Here's the beauty about grandma. Yeah. Mom and dad are going to come to grandma for advice. Grandkids are going to come. You know, the children's children will all hover around. And you know, you see it in various cultures. You see it in the Indian culture with the the shaman being the being the base for yeah. that tribe. I don't yeah. know if shaman's the right term, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of um there's a lot of examples culturally where the respect is given to the elders for a reason. Mm-hmm. They have the most experience. They can tell you the highs and no's and the lows and just kind of maneuver life and try to cut your pain in half.
0: I feel like the millennials and the Gen Z have undermined some of that generally. Is it undermining the grandma experience at all?
1: Unfortunately, yes. You yeah. know, grandmas tend to be younger now.
0: <laughs> Ooh, interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and here's the other thing that confuses me Grandma was mom, and, and was she the same person then? Or did her experience evolve? Why wasn't she the center when she was mom? Is what I... Because just because there was a grandma <laughs> and she just took precedent?
1: I, you know, no, I think it's this. Aren't you... Aren't you wiser now at this age than yes, you were yes. 20 years ago? No, yes. Yeah, but, I think it's I, based on wisdom and experience. But, but and I would, as mom, I, sometimes mom is learning as she goes as well. Yeah. And then no longer you have the... Resp- Your kids are now raised. You're in a different position. yeah. yeah. You sit differently on the throne.
0: And it's interesting that... Uh, You know, evolutionary biologists talk about evolutionary success being the third generation. In other words, if you get to be, if you have enough evolutionary success that you get grandmas, Mm -hmm. that it's not about having the kids; it's having the grandkids. That's evolutionary success. Sure. Uh, First, I forget what the reason was, but but that's how species, at least hominid species, really move forward. Is with having adequate. Grandchildren
1: and thank God for experience, right We can't speak from what we don't know you know what I mean? a man's a man's behavior will never su- exceed the circumference of his understanding that said, you have to know you know in order to advise
0: and I'm going to ask you some difficult questions I think you're Jamaican
1: no, I'm not. A oh, couple, Jamaican couple. A Jamaican couple, a couple adopted did, did me, my two sisters, and brother. Your, my one sister and two brothers. I,
0: I'm wondering if that affected your your cultural experience within this country.
1: Um, it affected it in a good way. I think I was so lucky to be raised by parents, them being West Indian, who didn't really see color. They saw people because mm-hmm. they weren't raised that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't. I wasn't in a home where someone said. Your white friend Drew is here to hang out with you. Right. It was just Drew's on his way, Yeah. right? And so that was a huge plus for me. Yeah. I think me being an American kid, born, in the, born and raised in the projects, coming to a nice home with this Jamaican couple who were God-fearing, church-going, et cetera, et cetera, they really loved and embraced us, which opened up my mind to say, okay, I'm interested in these different cultures. So I immediately became curious mm. about... Various cultures at a very young age. I didn't have no idea what they were talking about. Would that tick on Oxidam, I talk about something. Yeah. I was like, what are you saying <laughs> right now? But I, I became very uh, keen and clear and listening very intently to dialect from the, from a very young age.
0: Well, and did you go down to the West Indies at all? Yeah, I'm because there's so many different patois down there, right? Yeah. And you got to really you got to yeah. listen hard, man. Yeah, yeah. And and I know friends that I've met people that grew up in Saint Thomas, and they could speak the different patois, and mm. really, and it was very important to them to pay sure. attention to all that. Sure. You you were which projects were you? Where were you in the project? What uh, Martin Luther King projects? So you're here in, 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 in Bridgeport, no? Oh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Bridgeport, Connecticut. And then you moved to
1: Stanford. Is that? Well, I was it? born in Stanford. Okay. And then my mom moved to Bridgeport. Okay. Yeah, we grew up in uh uh again we grew up in uh, Martin Luther King projects. Okay. Yeah.
0: And and then she checked out or something. Or? Oh,
1: she didn't check out. I think she. Mom was young. Mom was very interested in. Wondering where my dad was as she was searching for love her entire life. My grandparents who raised her passed away and she didn't have anyone else to lean on mm. other than him. Mm. You know, you gave me two babies, three babies, four babies. Oof. Why are you leaving? Where mm. are you going? He was super young as well. I mean, my mom was, what, 17 when she had my older brother, 18 maybe. And and then she had my uh, my sister, myself, and me. So she would leave us. She would go asking around town, has anyone seen Andrew? Has anyone seen Andrew looking for my dad? Mm. But that unfortunately neighbors started threatening and saying, Hey, look, you can't can't leave these these kids for a whole day, two days, three you know, blah 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 blah. Eventually social workers and police came and you know. Ugh,
0: how painful. Ugh. Do you have a relationship with your mom or your biological yeah, mom or dad? I do. I've never met
1: my biological father, but I have a great relationship with my, my biological mom.
0: A, a lot of my friends now are doing genetic testing and stuff and going and finding people. Have you they, ever done it? Uh, I've done the genetic testing, but but I, I don't know – I don't advise people to go look for folks necessarily unless they really, <laughs> really want to. It's disruptive. It's I It's usually think so. not satisfying. Yeah. And sometimes –
1: And the expectations can be there to some degree. No matter what. Now that we're brothers. Yeah, right. Can I borrow? (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. And then we're, you know, my dad, we're going to have, and we're going to have this paternal relationship. And that dude, no. (laughs) He has
1: 20, 30 years of a life without you. That's right. And so now what?
0: (laughs) Now what? Exactly. (laughs) And you're not seven. (laughs) Right. You're not going to go to the park with him.
1: Right. So I'm good. I'm good. Good.
0: That's good. Well, it is getting hotter, and you may have been thinking about a backyard makeover. Wish you had a pool? Well, you're going to love the idea. And your family and friends will love it, too. Get a Michael Phelps Swim Spa by Master Spas. A Michael Phelps Swim Spa combines the benefits of a pool with therapy of a hot tub. comes in a variety of sizes, will fit with almost any size yard. And the Michael Phelps Swim Spas by Master Spas has water current so you can swim. That's right. The water buoyancy will help you relieve pressure and aching joints, you know, water size. And you can enjoy relaxation, the massage therapy seats, And since it's heated, you can use it year-round. Michael Phelps Swim Spas are 100% made in the USA by Master Spas, the world's largest swim spa manufacturer, and you're going to love it. Go to masterspas.com, put in the promo code DREW to save $1,000 on a Michael Phelps swim spa or $500 on a Master Spas hot tub. That is at masterspas.com. Promo code DREW, one more time, masterspas.com slash DREW. BetterHelp, you know, we talk about these guys all the time, and they're helping us relieve stigma around mental health. And, you know, we don't often realize that physical symptoms can have a neurobiological slash psychological sort of foundation to them. And stress shows up in all kinds of ways. I don't have to tell you. Headaches, backache, BetterHelp can help you with customized online therapy that offers video phone, even live chat with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to, and you certainly don't have to go through the discomfort of waiting in a waiting room or running into people there. It's more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Dr. Drew podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/drew that is B E T T E R H E L P.com/drew. Well, we're all wanting to get away, of course, these days. But uh, take a second and be prepared for the unexpected when traveling. One of the best ways to do this is with an Air MedCare Network Fly You Home membership. AMCN Fly You Home is all about you taking control of your care. If you get hurt or sick or hospitalized more than 150 nautical miles from home, they will transport you to a hospital of your choice in a medically equipped private aircraft. And you won't have to pay a dime out of pocket. They've also Completed more than 18,000 missions and had over 30 years of experience, so you can expect industry leading care while recovering. Now, I know what you're thinking, this must be expensive, but it is as cheap as $134 a year for your entire household. And if you use code Dr. Drew, that is D R D R E W, they'll give you up to a $60 gift card when you join. For all of you like me who love getting out of here, I cannot recommend the peace of mind enough. You will feel with an AMCN Fly You Home membership. Just visit airmedcarenetwork.com dot com slash Dr Drew today and get up to a sixty dollars gift card with the code Dr Drew D-R-D-R-E-W. Again, that is Network dot com slash Dr Drew code Dr Drew. Uh, have you, and Gary, it reminds me that we ought to get Rob Henderson in here for me to interview him. You know Rob, yeah. Um, you ought to read or get on this guy's email chain. His name is Rob Henderson. He was, has a very similar, he's a Korean guy, hmm. uh, Korean American, I think, if I remember right. And uh, he had a very similar story and ended up becoming a social psychologist and is in Oxford, England I was doing, writing a thesis. Wow. But he really thinks about all this stuff a lot and what it's like. And he lived exactly what, he, what you went through, his version of it, of course.
1: Isn't that interesting? Yeah. The yeah. interesting part about what I just heard you say, you got a guy who's a similar story to mine. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like we can let our pain hold us mm-hmm. or we can use it or examples of life and helping others. This is why I have the life I have. This is why I have the podcast. So talk to more because them. that's that's
0: it, right? Yeah. That's the whole deal. Is is it are you a more resilient person? Did you have a moment of clarity? How did you get to this place where you can and, – and and let me just frame it again by saying that I, I can always tell when people are right. Mm-hmm. They are doing service of some mm-hmm. type, something mm-hmm. where they work with other people. Mm-hmm. They're grateful and mm-hmm. there's forgiveness wherever it needs to be forgiven. And that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it.
1: Some people are good. I, I, I think you're good at the first. I'm, I'll, I'll take the second one and make it the first one. Yeah. Gratitude is everything. Mm. If you're grateful for where you have or what you have, yeah. then you you move from that space. If you're ungrateful and you're complaining, why I don't have this? Why I don't have that? You create an energy of what I call a roadblock. You know what I mean? It's a stunting your growth, if you will, because yeah. that mentally is where you're putting yourself mm-hmm. right. I've realized this now more recently than ever before, although I've been practicing this most of my life, more recently I realized, you know what, if you give, you get. That's so fucking simple. Wait, 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 so I don't, if I just give my services, if I give my mind, my heart, my energy to people, what I get back is exactly what I've been looking for. So yes, it makes sense that the Korean American author uh, guy uh, made the choices he's made because we have a similar story, mm-hmm. which is let me be of service of other people. You know, if I found my way out of darkness and I'm living in light, let me show other people who might be dim, who might be still in darkness, how to get to this light. I've done it. I can show them ways to apply it.
0: That's, that's, bec- he, I think would agree with that credo completely. Complete. He, he had a rough go. I mean, he was going the wrong direction for quite a while and then got in the military and that sort of straightened, straightened them him, up. him out. Yeah. And then he had this lock that he found out there was a, uh, essentially a, uh, what do they call it? Like a you know, warrior program for, for, uh, scholars, you know, mm. he applied and got it. And boom. So he didn't know he's going to, he didn't never imagine he'd get it. Right. <laughs> and that, <laughs> wait, that I'm start. smart. This is yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, He's always a reader. He, he wasn't smart in quotation, right. but he was a reader. He read a lot. And so somehow that translated in the testing and whatever. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah. So off he went. Awesome. And, uh, but let, let's stay with that because I, I, that's what caught my attention and something you were saying early about, uh, your actor and your daycare couple mm-hmm. that, that, uh, you interviewed, and and I believe what one of the features you're talking about is motivation, right? Mm-hmm. So so what? How do you think about motivation? What what do we do with people to motivate them? I, again, I will. I'm ending up, you know, leading the witness a little bit all the time here. But but I'll just say that you know, in my world, motivation is everything. Mm-hmm. If, if people are participating in treatment, I, we got them. Yep, it's when they're not participating, they're resistant, they're whatever, they're bullshitting. That's where it's like it comes a challenge and it's scary. They're, yeah. they're maybe not going to do it, but when somebody just goes, "All right, show, show me what to do, I'll do it," and they really do it,
1: mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to grow, they're going to get better. No yeah. matter what. Yeah, I, there's a beauty in being young. There's mm-hmm. an in, invincibility in being young. There's nothing I can't do, but there's also an openness there, right? Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes structure, experience, and life gets in the way and tells us, I'm 40-something. I'm, this is who I am. As opposed to mentally staying young, saying, okay, I'm 40-something. What else can I learn? Mm. People who are open and willing to learn, for some reason, they remain successful. Now, I don't want everyone listening to think, oh, he's saying if I'm open, I'm going to be a multi-billionaire. And that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is success is measured by being a great, having a great family having friends that make you laugh, adding value to your life, that type of success, I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes people who have money don't necessarily love themselves.
0: Oh boy, there's lots of problems there. There's a lot of right, issues. I see, I see there. a lot of rich people uh, in my I, clinics. You yeah. Know? I, I can so. imagine. I can imagine yeah. because they in lean fact, one way. In fact, um, when I <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> when I first got to the psychiatric hospital in 1985 mm. and started working there. Uh, I was an internist in training and stuff. I was moonlighting a psychiatric hospital, and all I saw in that psychiatric hospital was very rich people and very poor people. Wow! And I thought, oh, man, they have a lot more in common with each other than with the rest of us. Extreme. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of bipolar, a lot of personality problems, a lot of extreme thinking and Mm -hmm. behaviors, Mm -hmm. and that makes people rich and that makes people poor. Isn't that crazy? It does not make them good fathers and mothers or good sure. kids or anything like that. Sure. So it is crazy, isn't the,
1: it? The dynamic of that is they say people who talk about small things uh, are led by small things You know, emotionally. Why aren't you, you – know, they might complain about something that they really don't have to complain about. Right. That makes sense? Well, the opposite of gratitude. The opposite of gratitude. Yeah. And people who have wealth – define themselves based on the things that they have and the ability to do what they want to do. Meanwhile, they do nothing internally to work on themselves. But I I digress.
0: 100%.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? So um, getting back to the example of the guest Mm. and, and, and motivation, I think that's huge. I think that for people to be motivated by something, someone, wake up in the morning with a sense of purpose, You're already there. You have a reason to keep going. You have a reason to execute. You know, if you're goal oriented, you're going to see results, period, point blank. Oftentimes people, people that scare me. So what do you want? I don't know. What do you want? I have no idea. Uh, well, what are you going to do? No clue. <laughs> so that, you're just that, walking around numb? That's got to be terrible. Right? That
0: has to There's be. There's a lot of millennials like that. It's really – I feel horrible for them. I, I, in fact, it's one of the more serious sources of discomfort for myself mm. right now. It's like, wow, that's so I, – because I, you know, I had – I knew what I wanted to do and I went at it hard
1: for a long time. How old uh, were you when you knew? I want to do what I'm doing. I see the evolution of you, but let's just go start and stop at the medical part.
0: uh, So I entered college and thought that's what I wanted to do and thought, oh, no, no, no. This is something everybody else told me to do. Mm. I don't really want to do this. I'm not up for this. I'm not smart enough, blah, 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 blah. And I actually left college for a while. And- uh, Didn't know that. Goofed around and music and theater and this and that. And I'm like- Got really unhappy doing all this stuff. I was really miserable, but I would not even contemplate going backwards mm. until one day I did, and I, and all of a sudden I felt instant like, like, and I thought, oh wait a minute, just the thought of doing that again makes me feel good. I was pretty good at that. Maybe I'd give it another try. And the more I thought about it, the more the more I got into it, the more I owned it, the more it was mine. Sure. And then when I made the commitment, I was just on, and yeah. I. Ne- to this day, I'm still on in the same way that I was. And the other thing that in, in retrospect I look at is I was two years older when I got back to it. And my brain had developed a lot more. And I could do shit I could not do. I just right. I just couldn't have the ability to focus and right. to do the kind of things I needed to do. And I could do it on steroids two years later <laughs> just because I, my brain had evolved a little more. Male brain is a –
1: we, oh, we can only be ready when we're ready. <laughs> Male brain, <laughs> man. It takes time. It takes us oh, a long time oh, to get there. dude. I,
0: I always tell my daughter, I was like, they should be, man, they should be up in the cage until about <laughs> 28. Like, then, then you go date them.
1: <laughs> it wasn't until 28. It's funny you said that number that I felt I knew exactly what I wanted. A, a lot of men are that way. A lot. A, you, you know, know 23, like I, like you I wasn't sure. Me. Right. You're like, yeah. oh, it clicks, it, right? Yeah. It, and thank God for that click because- <laughs> needs to fucking happen. Yes, you know what I mean. Um, so
0: yeah, and, and we're we're literally. I'm not saying you or me necessarily, but men generally it can be dangerous <laughs> before that click happens. One hundred. We're all over the place. We don't know what we're doing.
1: It, it's and we got a lot of energy, pure testosterone <laughs> <right>. and masculine <laughs> masculine overload, and you know what I mean. We haven't yes, landed in the in between of emotional acceptance as well as physical ability. Uh, yeah, yeah. So thank God for finally getting clarity. I think clarity is a. Is an important word. Yeah, that's and this. and this
0: group that doesn't know what they want to do is the opposite of clarity. Again, so opp- sure. of clarity. And I, will I have faith they'll find it. I feel like the circumstances of the world right now have colluded against them. You know, COVID sure. and Ukraine and sure d- 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 recessions and b- sure. D- From their perspective, it must look just crazy. Yeah,
1: I, I, I pray they find it. I think Me too. They will you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it, it has to happen. So now I got a bunch of
0: questions for you. Go um, shoot. You, you, well, these are all based on things you've said already. Okay. So openness, openness, openness. Okay. So openness technically is a, an actual personality characteristic, the so-called Big Five personality characteristics, and women tend to be higher on openness generally. Mm-hmm. Do are women more likely to have? Um, uh, automatically have these sorts of features that you're talking about of openness or are you talking about something else or is it something that I, I, I'm not what, what I'm asking really except that I know statistically women are more open so to speak and I, I don't think you're really talking about a personality characteristic right you're talking more like a posture like a willingness
1: maybe in a weird way a combination of both okay okay yeah it, it, Listen, we all have masculine and feminine in us, right, as human beings. I'm very in tune to my feminine, you know, being a man, being heterosexual, being all these other things. I'm in tune, you know, to the importance of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. I'm in tune to being open. I'm in tune to communication uh, that doesn't just sit on you need to hear what I have to say, but also on Help me understand your perspective. Yes. Maybe that's over time. Maybe that's maturity. Maybe there's been a piece of me always there. Feelings, <laughs> okay, me okay. I just want you to talk, listen to me. Just listen to my feelings, damn it. Stop. Okay, okay. I
0: just want you to listen to me.
1: Listen and learn. Um,
0: that's more, but that's more maturity stuff. Like that is maturity about, stuff,
1: yeah. right? And you have to land there. And that takes a lot of self reflection and mm. discipline and willingness. Mm. The key word is willingness okay. and desire. If okay. you, so willingness. yeah, okay. willingness. The willingness to be open,
0: truly willingness, though, right? Not, not just sort of lip service willingness an actual experiential willingness.
1: The best thing you could, the best thing you can say is, "I'm ready to listen."
0: And then I'm wondering if you have any philosophies, you know, stoicism or any stuff that you sort of adhere to, or that really helps guide you in what you do, or is it just your own
1: philosophy? Something no, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a student. You know, I learn, I listen, I, I pull from this. So it's not it's
0: not like you're Marcus Aurelius is my guiding principle or Eric no, just Not you're necessarily. Just, you're, just, you're just building your own philosophy. I just
1: travel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, talking to you, to me, is like traveling in your mind and kind of seeing your perspective. And then yeah. I walk away from here hopefully smarter, hopefully um, um, better than I did when I, before I walked in the door. And I treat my life that way.
0: That's that willingness and openness. Yep. That's what you're talking about. Yep. And then the, the other area I was interested in is faith. You said you you pray
1: mm-hmm. for people to, to get better. Mm-hmm. What,
0: what's your relationship with faith? How do you integrate that into this?
1: <laughs> My parents were Seventh-day Adventists. Wow. And meaning we went to church as a Christian faith, and we went to church on Saturdays as opposed to Sundays. I remember growing up <laughs> and wanting to watch... Hulk Hogan, jump off the top rope, but dad would come in and turn the TV off and we all had to open up our hymn books and everyone sung songs and we read scriptures and we sort of had a Bible study at least twice a week Mm. in my home Mm. outside of going to church every Saturday. So I was inundated into the church experience. Um, Did you resist? Did you rebel? Did you? I, I rebelled later on. I was very into it at the moment, right? Meaning that again, that sponge in me, wanting to learn, wanting to understand the stories and et cetera, et cetera and how they did how they applied to me. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 54, I believe 17, says, "No weapon formed against me shall prosper." I named my son Isaiah because of that. Despite tell, my, tell me the meaning of that for you.: "No weapon formed against me shall prosper means there's nothing out there that's going to happen so bad that it's going to win over what God can do for me.
0: And, and this is something that you have control over. Like you decided it is so. See, that's a stoic
1: thing. That's a stoic it, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, we, ve- it's very much, and, and again, I'm not saying but, it but because can, it's a ha ah, no, thing. No, 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 I thing. hear what you're saying. I'm saying it because that's actually been my life experience.
0: D- dig it, tell me more. Explain it to people what that was because I think there's something very powerful in that.
1: There, there, there has been moments in my life where I feel like my world is at an end. Whether I lost a job, whether I had a terrible relationship, whether um, I had $40 in my bank account. For some reason, the next day, 40 became 80 For some reason, I healed from that relationship and jumped into another one. For some crazy reason, I left that job that I didn't know wasn't, wasn't really for me and got a better job that suited me and paid twice as much. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. If you have faith, and what the fuck is that? Faith is, I believe it's going to happen because I believe it's going to happen. And that's the vein in which I walk in. You know what I'm saying? That's the road that I walk on. It's going to happen. Well, how do you, what makes you think? Why, why are you so fucking confident, Dalvet, that it's going to happen? Because I believe it. And if I believe it, and I believe in a higher power than I, which I do, then I know it's going to, I'm a walking, talking testament to that regard. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm from Martin Luther King Projects. You know, my mom, unfortunately, couldn't get us and, and raise us. I never met my father. My adopted parents were physically abusive, mm. right? I had an estranged relationship with my son. God bless him. Now he's in my life permanently. So, so I have all these reasons that have said, oh, you're not shit. You're not going to be shit. For whatever reason, I'm here talking to you.
0: There's uh, so much packed into that, right? Mm -hmm. And and I think people talk about that experience you're discussing in many, many different ways. And it's fascinating to me that to you it condenses down to that one line of scripture. Mm. So interesting to me. Yeah. Because you could talk about your that experience in a million different ways. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done a, like a lecture on that, or a, or a, a TED talk, or something?
1: I've, never, I've always wanted to do a TED talk because
0: th- that—that's your TED talk. You think so? I, I'm pretty good at pulling these things out. I told, I told Bert, Bert uh, Gary. I told Bert Kreischer uh, 15 years ago when he told me the the uh, machine story. I said that's your movie. And do you know they made a movie? They actually. And then he ignored you, you. And then three years later, he went on Rogan, and he told it. And Rogan said, "That's your story." and then It became his life, and now he's a billionaire. And yes, I know his movie's coming out. I'm very so. excited to see
1: it. <laughs> What's the name of it? It's called The Machine, I believe. Yeah, it
0: should be called The Machine. If it
1: isn't, that's the intention, I believe. But, yeah, but by
0: the way, uh, thanks, Bert Kreischer, for for promising me a cameo in that movie and then not delivering. <laughs> he God, I hope seen, he's listening. he must have seen that Olsen Twins movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that no. joke, all of that go, you need to do some research. I'm Dude, trust me, they I'm age. about By to. By the way, it ages well. It it does, I swear to God. Somebody pulled some clips from me the other day and I was like, eh, hey, it's not so bad. I thought it was terrible. You want but to watch it with twins. Dr. You want to watch it with Adam? During no, A&E I'm later? not saying the movie's good. <laughs> I'm saying my performance <laughs> aged well. So. Well you age well, so that there counts. You there, there you, you go. <laughs> Well, you know my friend Jordan Harbinger. I talk about him all the time. And it's a podcast you should be listening to. If you're not by now, I suggest you do so. Uh, Jordan is an interesting guy, a brilliant guy. He's uh, got a legal degree, speaks, speaks multiple languages. He's been a captive and kidnapped multiple times. And, uh, you know, (laughs) Jordan's show has been listed one of the best of 2018. It's aimed at making you better informed, more critical thinker, so you can get a sense of how the world actually works. Each episode is a conversation with a different, fascinating guest. Things like, for instance, he talks to a hostage negotiator from the FBI who offers techniques on how to get people to like and trust you. Mm, Interesting. Another episode tells you of a cinematographer who discovered a lost city in the jungle that made actually one of the most important archaeological finds of the century. Jordan always focuses on pulling useful, practical insight out of these guests and uh, it's not pop psychology, wishy-washy self-help. No, 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 really intense wisdom that you can use legitimately. I enjoy the Jordan Harbinger Show. I think you will too. Search for the Jordan Harbinger Show. H H-A-R-B A R B is in boy. I N as in Nancy. G E R on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, I'm excited to tell you about our friends at All Form. All Form is a new brand that makes premium modular furniture totally customized to you. They're making the best sofas in the game. And, uh, listen, I have one, a modular unit that is unbelievable. I was able to dial in the exact fabric I wanted. That's right. It's scratch resistant. It's stain resistant. The sofa color, the color of the legs, the size, the shape. They've got armchairs, love seats. Look, they, they've thought of everything and the all form sofas are delivered directly to your home with fast free shipping. It's, it's really phenomenal and it just, Pull it out and off you go. This would take weeks or months to arrive usually. And you would need someone to come and assemble it. No, no. All form takes no time to arrive and you assemble in yourself in just a few minutes. And if getting a sofa without trying it in the store sounds a little risky, you do not need to worry. You get 100 days to decide if you want to keep it and pretty much everybody does. That's more than three months. And if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund. They even have a forever warranty, literally forever. Allform will send you a free swatch kit so you can see all the different colors and fabrics that they have to see what works exactly with your style. To find your perfect sofa, check out allform.com slash Drew. And get this, Allform is offering 20% off all orders for our listeners. It's already a great deal. 20% off for our listeners at allform.com slash Drew. So, uh, but but that's your talk. That's it. And yeah. I, it's, it, to me, it's more expansive than a TED Talk. I don't think TED Talk is enough. I think yeah. it's a motivational speech.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to sit with that. Yeah. And if I get the billions <laughs> like the other guy, I'll, I'll give you a piece. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me give a talk alongside Exactly. All oh, that would be even better. we to go on the road together. That's all I want to do.
0: Because I want to do the same thing. I like to do the same stuff you do. I like right. to like – I've had all this crazy experience in medicine and psychiatry. I mean, like doctors don't even get that experience anymore. And I've had it on both ends. Mm. And – I, and so I have a really clear view of medical things and human experience and stuff. And so I just want to Ugh. unload it wherever I can. Well,
1: let me ask you this because you said that. Yeah. Here I go, my hat on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: This is, this is an how, example of what you can expect on uh, Work Out the Doubt. Here we go, guys. Right. He'll,
1: he'll, hopefully Dr. Drew will be on uh, my show here soon. Um, how is this spilled with your experience? How is this built into other areas of your life? What I mean by that, and again, I'm going to ask you a leading question. Do you feel because of the work you've done – you're a better dad, mm. a better entrepreneur, mm-hmm. a better – you know what I mean? Here's a yeah. guy who dabbled a little bit in, in you know, film and, and and thing prior to leaving school and then went back to where he felt right. But there's a, there's a reason that you pursued that. And in a way, you're sort of doing that now having a television experience. Mm-hmm. So has the base of what you're doing spilled over to – a
0: hundred percent. I I I always pushed away the media, so I don't use didn't use my last name, and I, I was always like, "Look, if we're going to do television, I can do it on Friday afternoon and Saturday afternoon. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's all I got." And in 2010, I finally went. You have all these great great opportunities. Maybe you should really focus on using it to do something good. And so I sort of became more accepting of this then. But good. it's it is all about the experience I had uh, taking care of people and seeing the spectrum of the human experience. It's. I don't know that it makes you a better parent because as a parent, the only mm-hmm. thing that improves that is psychotherapy, frankly, because mm-hmm. it's, it's so much who you are is mm-hmm. the part that the children mm-hmm. always react to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that fundamental piece doesn't change by being a doctor or anything. And, but relationships, uh, romantic relationships, stuff like that, do – are changed mm-hmm. by this experience. Um, it gives me more patience. It gives me more understanding.
1: It gives me more uh, – Willingness to you know, let go of my own stuff. I'm in that space right now, personally. Um, you know, my wife and I, newly married. Um, we just started couples therapy. And I swear to God, I was I, w- I was a little reluctant and I'm like, I'm you That's, know, I do only, this it, every day. It with only people, helps. It only right? helps I didn't realize yeah. wait a second, just because you got Great legs doesn't mean you have to stop working them out. You have to actually work them out in order to be stronger, in order to, right? Well, so I'll even
0: put a finer point on it and say what you offer a client to right. improve those legs, you have to open yourself to also. 1,000%. Yeah. Who am
1: I yeah. to tell people to be vulnerable yeah. and to open up and learn? And I'm blocking that part off. So yeah. the, the moral of that story is this, that I feel better now because I thought the sessions would be, hey- Look what you did. Look what she did to me. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It was actually the opposite. No, yeah. no, no. Stop telling me what she did to you. Why do you think you react to the yeah, way she do feels? What are you feeling? You feel what like? do you feel? What are you feeling? What are you feeling? And then I, I'm starting now to explore. It. And then without even purposely doing it, I am now applying what I'm learning to my clients. Oh,
0: 100% happens. So, it overlaps. So, oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> it pays dividends that way. When When you're a caretaker... Being – taking care of the caretaker becomes really – it just pays – it just blossoms everything. 100%. But but I, I just make you – hope you make you feel better. We've had couples therapy. We've all – everyone in my family you – know, I have three kids. Everybody's had their own therapist at one time or another. I love it. I was in therapy for 11 years and in deep intensive therapy for wow. many years. And I would not let go of one minute of it. I had such deep therapy that for a while I wasn't really doing anything in therapy. And finally the therapist looks at me and goes, why, why do you keep coming in? What are you doing? And she, I go – you're right, I need to leave. And that, that leaving took three years. But it was active. It was active <laughs> leaving. It was like, well, I was working for that three years. It was all I part need of
1: the to problem. leave in about three uh, years. No,
0: I was like, I'm leaving. All right. And all of a sudden, woof, all these emotions came. Wow. And um but uh, but the point is mental health services of all types and these sorts of interventions pay dividends. They just sure. do. And and who I was as a caretaker of, of drug addicts, which mm-hmm. is a very challenging group completely transformed by doing my own therapy. I it was probably about five years into my own therapy that that I could really start to uh, uh, use myself as an instrument in a much more effective way in a therapeutic context with drug addicts.
1: Well, and what happens you know, is if you're a sword, which in many ways you are, mm-hmm. right, meaning that you, you make slice and open up stuff mm-hmm. for a lot of people, you will get dull if you don't work on you. You will get dull. So to sharpen your sword, so to speak, means let me... Let me make sure that there's something that i 'm learning about myself and while I try to absorb and take on other people's stuff
0: I agree with that one hundred percent, but it also allowed me to do surgeries that i just couldn 't do otherwise mm. I, and I, I wouldn't i wouldn't thank god i didn't dare to do because I was not equipped to, to really sure. be the there's, – there's microsurgery that goes on sure. In uh, in some of this stuff, it's in, a great in, analogy in therapy. And yeah. I I could do the gross, I could do the sword stuff, right? And and I still and I thought I was going to sharpen my sword, right? I really thought, yeah, that's the ego, though. Yeah, I thought That's what, what I, 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 I did I? did because I didn't know about microsurgery, right. Until you get exposed to it as a subject of it, and I right. go, oh, 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 yeah, this is important. Yeah, and so
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel better now being a self development coach and even a, even speaking on my podcast, doing uh, keynotes. That there is a, it's almost a level up mm-hmm. of of who exactly I it of who is. I am. It's exactly what it is. I'm speaking from a much more authentic, safe place, in internally, so it feels so, good.
0: So, but I, I I feel like you're the kind of person that was oh, you're pointing at your heart, which was interesting to me. I felt like you're you're already connected to your heart. But maybe more fully integrated with your body, totally 100%. with your heart and stuff. It's yeah, like it's yeah. like you were there, but now you're really like can see it. Clarity, it's back to clarity. clarity. Yeah, it's a through line and. and um, I'm sort of getting a, a rush of emotions just being in this space with you. It's interesting. All my old shit's coming back, um, but but it's a great sign for you because yeah. when I get into a context with somebody who I know is able to attune, all my stuff starts coming out. That's good. That's <laughs> so, great. So, so that's great. So, but also I promise you guys,
1: Doctor Drew and I will not be crying here in a moment. Well, okay? I might be. I'm not sure. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. This is where you take me, dude? Uh,
0: but but it also made me uh, overwhelmed for a second in terms of where I want to take the conversation, which is. Um, Uh, goodness, I just sort of am sitting in this. It's interesting because this is where I used to go in therapy where I would just be comfortable just sitting in things. And Mm -hmm. in the old days, this would panic me. Really? Yeah, just to have like nothing, to sit in nothingness. That was sort of my trauma spot. And I had to learn to be able to tolerate it, fill sure, it. Sure. And that was uh, a big part of latent therapy for me, a really interesting experience to be able to have a, a, a zone where nothing, you, you feel a little dead in those spots. I don't mm-hmm. today. Right. But, but back then I did. Uh, and and I think that's where the panic came from. So There's I panic, panic whenever I'd feel anything close to that. There's now power I can just sit pause, with it. right? now it's just bad podcasting. Now it's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a shitty show. So thank you for being with me. <laughs> but yeah, I want to go back to the the, uh, the inspirational thing. Uh, because I I do feel like uh, I've always tried to figure out if I were to give an inspirational speech what it would be and I still haven't figured it out. Um, but I see it so clearly in you and that you could tell your story, you could talk about the impact of well. The impact of stories on you, your story, the impact of stories, which are biblical stories, and really that's what they were intended to be, Mm -hmm. instructional stories Mm -hmm. that come out of thousands of years of human history. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Humans are not different. Mm -mm. And so if you really learn from those stories, you will take something good away, which reminds me of what I wanted to say, which was that as it pertains to couples therapy, the one consistent position that I've been able to take— is that whenever I feel the – we still quibble and fight on little stuff. And and sometimes I'll even indulge myself and fight just because mm. I'm an asshole. I'm not feeling good. Um, but 95% of the time, uh, I take the position that uh, if we fight – first of all, I don't want to fight. Yes. And, and thankfully, she doesn't either. you got to have both people not wanting to fight, okay? Because some people want to fight. I, like some I said, people love it. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I wanted to fight. So, so – both people have got to be realize that fighting is fruitless, mm-hmm. and if we have a winner, the relationship loses. Mm. And I just that just comes to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't I value the relationship too much, so I don't want it to lose. I really don't want to fight. The whole thing just stops. Just stops. And let's just let's just keep going. Let's uh, let's get past this. Sure. Whatever. Sure. Move on. And uh, those those sorts of abilities. And it's it's an interesting place for a relationship to be because it's like you co-regulate those moments, mm-hmm. like both of you were sort of mm-hmm. in that moment. If she had escalated things, it would have mm-hmm. been much harder for me to go, no, 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 because somebody that's escalating things, they can get you.
1: They can get you. They can get it. Especially they're that close to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They know what buttons to push. But thank God for mutual maturity. Mm-hmm. Thank God for the desire to not be right but to understand. It's hard. It's hard for... A person, again, depending on whether or not the whatever work that they're doing on themselves, hopefully it, it is at the same time frame that you're doing work on yes. you.
0: Yeah, well, that's why couples therapy is so great. That's why it's yeah. so awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I was under the impression couples therapy was for me venting, saying why this isn't working for me or why she's, her behavior doesn't work. And it's really a look into me and how I could be a better me mm-hmm. for the relationship. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes we think, you know, there's a resentment. I'm not going to be better for her. She's not ready to be better for me. No, no, no. As opposed to no, this has nothing about you being better for her. Has everything for me being better for me. And if she is in that same alignment, those two new people, once they're connected, they're in a better relationship. That's right. And then
0: you're in a, you're in a better place. It takes 1000%. you
1: up thousand percent.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely the way to do this. So let's do promotion for a second. Okay. Uh, we got to kind of wrap up in a minute here. Um, what's coming up? What do you want people to tune into? What are you excited about? Where do they get it? Work out the doubt. If you, if you guys aren't motivated to go listen to this now, I don't know what the hell is going to motivate <laughs> you, but, but tell us what you're excited about.
1: Work out the doubt is uh, my podcast is on every platform. Yeah. You can imagine. Anything uh, coming
0: up you're excited about, people should look forward to? Anything? Yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm working on a project right now with, uh, with a, a very uh, a big name, who I won't say, who's a good friend of mine. And, um, I'm hoping to expand the podcast into a bigger platform for more people to enjoy. Um, so that's my personal goal and what I'm working on now. I'm working on another book at the moment with the same title as the podcast, um, work out the doubt and I'm traveling a great deal this year. Thank Mm. God we're back on planes and we're traveling. We get to see the world a little
0: bit. I know I, I get very, uh. Depressed. I <laughs> yeah. don't, don't get to be out with people. Yeah, no, I need, so, I need that human connection. Oh everything for me. just everything. You have to kind of celebrate it too, you know, and the 100%. fact that it's sort of, we're kind of barely doing it was always just right. sick. Well, my friend, um, you do not disappoint. It's such a pleasure to spend some Thank time you with that. you, Dolvet Quince. Uh, I understand why Chuck Bell is so excited about this thing now. And no doubt he's going to have me <laughs> <laughs> dragged over to your, you to your pod, come. Well, we got a cr- hell of a place to start from now. Uh, yeah. I don't know where you take it. That can be up to you because uh, yeah, well, you'll see. I, I have
1: I have some some something going out of your face by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pretty easily, You're, you got me right there. So it's it's uh, and the OSIN twin shit was terrible. <laughs> if it's not working after forty five, just put him through a workout. You are going to be crying. <laughs> no, because Gary won't be there. Fuck you. <laughs> it's all <done with> love. <laughs> going to take care of me. Come right? on, Drew. It's all love. <laughs> so. Uh, Again, uh, the book is called uh, "Diet, Eat, and Cheat Your Way to Weight Loss." The podcast "Work Out the Doubt." It's everywhere, and uh, privilege, man. Thank you, brother. As always, see you all next time. For calling times and topics, follow
1: the show on Twitter at Dr Drew Podcast. That's D R D R E W Podcast music from today's episode can be found on the and sounds of the Dr. Drew podcast
0: now available on iTunes and while you're there don't forget to rate the show the Dr. Drew podcast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana and Gary Smith for more information go to drdrew.com all conversation and information exchanged during the participation in the Dr. Drew podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction nothing on these podcasts supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine. and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as a physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the podcast or drdrew.com. Stream the biggest movies and TV shows for free on Pluto TV. Watch movies like
1: Titanic and G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, plus TV shows like CSI and Star Trek The Next Generation. Starting this month, check out the 24-7 Stargate channel exclusively on Pluto TV, plus hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows absolutely free. Download the free Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start watching today.